Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Go Horns. Go English. Get me going here. Gotta get out of the bye week mode. I'm. I don't really want to get pepped up. We got OU coming to town. Yeah, I know, but clones are own five, and it's just own four, and like it's just like winter winter is coming. Basketball had a scrimmage against Creighton. Yeah, we'll hit on that. No, everything's good. I gotta, I gotta get me focused. Coming out of the bye week. Yeah, yeah, I'm still in bye week mode. I'm still in bye week mode. I gotta get out of that. I, I think we're we're here to get your week started right. Yes. Welcome to the pod. All right, I'm good. I just I'm good. That was, to, Thirty seconds of downtime. I'm good. I now. understand. You know, we, we everybody needed a little bit of respite. We're here. We're ready to go. Oklahoma ready to roll. Saturday morning, eleven o'clock, and it's a pick'em. We'll get to that. Uh, Mechdyne, shout out to Mechdyne, the Mechdyne Corporation. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna have an announcement this week. Uh, speaking of Mechdyne, because they sponsored the Corner Three podcast. I have um, some plans lined up. Nice. So we will have an announcement on what that show will be like uh, coming up later this week. Looking forward to that. Thanks to Mechdyne for all their great sponsorship. Check them out at mechdyne.com today. Uh, what did you do all of, during the bye week? Yeah, so my kids started a new daycare three weeks ago, and so they've inevitably got the... Uh the new virus from the daycare. So I've been home with well, kids. We have a, there's a new virus? Well, no, I mean, if it, oh. so oh. everybody knows this. If your kids start school or a new school or a new daycare, they just go to daycare. They're going to pick up something eventually that they haven't had. And so we've kind of been MIA for four straight days. That's uh, brutal, it's, man. It's, well, it's, yeah, so they, they've been home. <laughs> we've all been home. I'm fine. Like, I have, I have not, thir- but we've been home since Thursday. So you've just been, like, just, just straight dad mode? S- straight dad mode. At least had the TV set up. Got Good my, for you. Again, I got the NFM situation with the new TVs, so. The and one the, that looks like a piece of art? We're watching a lot of NBA games. A lot of NBA yeah, I've watched a little Bulls. Watched a little Bulls. They look, they look good. They lost last night, but yeah, it's an interesting some some interesting pieces. The Magic still have yet to win a game. Um, the five Magic fans in Iowa care about that. Coming up on the pod, we will touch on basketball scrimmages. From what we know, mm-hmm. we will um, hit on this potential new Big Twelve television deal that was teased last week. Uh, we'll do our Big 12 segment presented by our friends at Wiffles Hybrids. 
And, uh, of course, we will guess the point spreads as well. So you said you have a topic. I have a topic. You don't bring, like... Fascinating. Oh, okay. Well... Like, in a good way, because it's a good a good bi-week topic. Well, let's hear it. Ready? I, so I is, don't know what you're I about to say. Our guy, Tyler. Great guy. Do I know Tyler? Uh, you've probably met Tyler. Okay. Well, you said our guy, so... I know. Well, you, you've seen Tyler. On tw- Tyler's on the Twitter. He said, stealing this concept from the Split Zone Duo podcast, another great podcast, would love to hear your guys' talk about Iowa State football in the short-term, medium-term, and long-term lens. In other words, the 5-5-2. Where is the program in five weeks, five months, and two years? I think it's a really good topic to discuss Mm. as we look at the rest of this year. But then as importantly, Chris, I think the next five months in this world are completely fascinating, and that'll set up the next two years. So let's start short-term, medium-term, long-term. Uh, starting with Oklahoma Saturday, 11 o'clock at Jack Trice. And what, two-point underdog, point and a half, one point here or there is what I saw today. I didn't look at anything else, by the way. I think in, you want me to do in five weeks? Yeah, so five weeks, where's Iowa State? Playing in a bowl game. You think so? Yeah. Six and six. So you got to go three and two. Yeah, I got them at six and six. I don't know how they get there. Watched a lot of Big 12 football this weekend. It's And it's just like I saw, now granted TCU comes back and wins it. I see Kansas State get out to a three-score lead yeah. over TCU. And I'm just like, I, Iowa State should have beat that team. K-State? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And I'm, yeah. I'm just watching oh, all this. And I'm watching, you know, Texas and Oklahoma State go down to the wire. And I'm just like... Iowa State's going to get to three, get to three here the rest of the way. So they'll be playing in a in a very minor bowl game, maybe in the Liberty Bowl, something like that, which I would sign up for right now. Give me the Liberty Bowl uh, or wherever. I think they will be playing in a bowl game. I think they get to six and six. You, man, yeah, I think that's. I say that's the most likely. I'd say it's probably fifty fifty between two or three wins though. It's tough. Like the Big Twelve is so like you saw it again. I would agree. You saw it again. It's like outside of West Virginia, who who seems to week to week. It's like sometimes they want to play, sometimes yeah. they don't. I don't think Iowa State gets to seven. I think it'd be hard. I think it's five or six. But I don't. I look at this Saturday's big get toss up. You're going to be favored against West Virginia. I. Uh, Texas Tech is probably a pick 'em. I don't want any piece of that team right They're now. Playing great football. And then you're going to be dogs at Oklahoma State and TCU, so it's like you got. Where you getting the three? I'm not sure. I, still think I, mean, I don't think I don't think Oklahoma State and TCU are that much better. They're not insurmountable. I no. think you could steal one of those. Well, like Texas had Oklahoma State beat, and I mean, Texas is a better team than Oklahoma State, like talent wise. Here to me, I, I want to talk to you about that game. Yeah, we'll, we'll, the officiating we'll, aspect of that game, I thought it was really, really interesting. Have you heard the stat? No. Okay. I'll, penalty, I'll, I'll give penalty, it. Was it a penalty situation? Yeah. It, it's it's wild. Okay. It's only happened two times this century, uh, but we'll we'll get into that. Um, but I just I don't know. Like the one thing I, I had a I had a coach like a an older type of coach tell me this week with Iowa State that it's his belief, and this wasn't some like one generation shitting on the other generation. Yeah, this wasn't Those that millennials. He was telling me, he said it is harder with kids now, meaning players to get narratives out of their head because they are on social media. They are paying attention. They read Twitter. They read your guys's columns talking about people like us. 
And if 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 you get to the point where you're labeled as a team that can't finish a game or loses to close games, the the players now get much tighter and it's harder to get rid of that. Whereas 20 years ago, you know, the only thing people were reading was the Iowa State Daily while they were in yeah, geology. They're talking to their buddies on, right? Their, you just didn't, on their so rotary phone. I, I think it's really important if Iowa State's in a close game against Oklahoma to finish it out because by week, hit the refresh button. You don't want to then become – right now they've lost four games by 14 points, and that is an equally as incredible statistic as the one I'll give you. That has happened from – somebody told me who I trust this week two times since the year 1980. Iowa State and Purdue in the year 2004. Has lost four, four, four games, four consecutive conference oh, four games consecutive. by 14 points or fewer. That's hard to do. It's very That's difficult. Really hard to so do. right now, it's like right now, like if Phil Steele was writing his book, Iowa State would be a team that you're bullish on for next, next year, year because right. of that stat. You can't let it become who you are for sure. So they've got to, you know, if this is a close game, which I had anticipated it will be on Saturday, find a way to close the thing out. That's a great point, and I think, you know, I'm looking at this now, clearly you're not winning the Big 12, you're not getting to the Big 12 championship, but what are those those building blocks that you start to see? I think people were pretty optimistic after the Texas game, even though it was disappointing, because you saw some steps go in the right direction, continue to take those steps, specifically on offense, if Deckers can continue to grow, if Noel can continue to grow, the offensive line get mm-hmm. a little bit better, I thought they were okay in pass blocking, figure out maybe Norton gets healthy, I think he will be a lot healthier on Saturday. Find those blocks. It's kind of like, you remember how good you felt in the year 2016 when Iowa State destroyed Tech? Yeah. And then uh, who else did they beat in that run? They beat somebody else. Maybe it was Kansas. And you're like, okay, you started to see this team's going to get there. They're coming. Yes. And, I, yeah, I just think this team needs something good to happen, and that will then propel them into the offseason and thus in the confidence and, and, it's a, and beyond. It's a thing that I think gets tossed around a little stupidly sometimes, but the young – guys in the extra practices would be big yeah, it, it for is. this program yep. right now in the in the spot that it's in. Well, and then the other thing to keep in mind, uh, Iowa State hasn't dealt with this, but for good or bad, recruiting calendars moved up now. Yep. So this this all this stuff is going to start to go down really fast. So let's let's go into the next 5 okay. months portion of of this question. I think this is low key one of the most important 5 month stretches of Iowa State football that Iowa State's had under Matt Campbell. Let me give you my hypothesis here. Okay. Just from what little knowledge I've, that I have, because I'm now in these deep waters, I think this offseason in college football is going to be the most insane offseason in regards to the portal and NIL and all of the above that we may have ever. Here's where I'm coming from. Last year at this time, these collectives weren't really established yet. There were a couple that were on board, but they weren't really totally there yet. You saw some of the SEC schools that were ahead of the game, and they jumped on it. Aishim Young was one of those players who who benefited from that. Uh, But now you pretty much every single Power 5 school has something set up in the NIL space. And you've got now these directors of college scouting that are hired as like these analysts for these teams and their job right now is they are literally like NFL draft people, but they're scouting other colleges. 
So if your school, if your school A, you're saying, all right, we're projecting to lose a corner, a linebacker, and a wide receiver. Who are the top three guys on our board that we had recruited once or that we like to that we like at other schools that we're going to go after in the offseason? And they can do that. There's no rule against that. It's still the free transfer. There is no sit-out mm-hmm. rule yet. Mm-hmm. And therefore, keeping your guys in the next three months is going to be critical going forward. I think 18 months from now, when we're back in this spot, I think there's more regulation of some sort. I think uh, people have a better idea of how do they really want to allocate resources. Uh, I think some schools will be able to defend better some of their players. But in my opinion, come December, whatever that, that those, the season ends, you're going to see some of these high-dollar schools legitimately go free agent shopping at the other schools that, that, that don't have as many resources. It feels, it's going to get crazy. It feels like last year was our kind of dipping the toes into the water. This year will be the peak. Next year will be the downturn, and then there'll be some actual legislation. 100% agree. Okay. 100% agree. So, yeah, like you're, you, but you're saying is being able – to, so, are you asking me where is the program in five months? Well, so no, I, I mean nobody knows that for yeah, sure. I my, mean it's it's it, an individual decision. But my point is, yeah. you're, there are I could give you probably half a dozen guys on the Iowa State roster that are good enough to the, start anywhere, and they have and they've, they've been, recruited they've elsewhere. Been recruited elsewhere, and yeah. it's going to be. I'm just saying, like that. That is going to be a conversation. I'm, I don't know if if those players A through D will even entertain the thought, but that is going to be a big. There's going to be a lot of movement to this off season, and it's going to be the most chaotic off season in college football that we're going to have. It, it'll calm down in the years once we get some guardrails up, but there still aren't any, and there won't be by December, the middle of December. My my projection would it would be a lot like last year. Um, you remember that day where like five guys transferred? Yes. And everybody was like, oh my God, what the hell? Yep. Yep. Well, I think we'll have one of those would, would be my guess. You know, the one thing too, that you have to realize it's not just the Aishim Youngs. It's the younger guys now can go and, oh, I'm going to go play in the Sun Belt because I don't think I can but, beat out. Yeah. Which that X was the majority and, of it last yeah, year. Yeah, was over. Aishim was really the only About one. It. Him and uh, maybe skates. Nope, not but, really. But McDon- I mean, McDonald to Auburn, the safety. Oh yeah, McDonald. I forgot about him. Yeah. I had forgotten about him. Flew under the radar, but I mean, was, but but like skates, like he maybe could be playing now. Is what I'm saying. Sure. Or, yeah, I'm saying it. the rest of those guys would not be playing. No, for yeah, Iowa State. State. Fair. Right now, and I, I don't even know if I don't know I where don't skates know would, would be. be. Yeah, yeah. Would he be playing over Stanley? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't really know. He hasn't done a whole lot of them. I would say that the trade you would probably take Stanley, Stanley over him. I think it'll be a similar off season, but I do believe there will be, and I have no idea who. I have no information. You would know more than me. I think there will be another Ashim Young. I think the There's, chances are. Like somebody will give way. Somebody's going to try. Maybe a couple of people. It, it, and actually, you could argue Iowa State actually benefited in the portal last offseason. So I would agree. you could go the other way. Like, I mean, where is MJ Iowa Anderson, gonna... Is MJ Anderson the MVP of the defense right now? He would be in the, He's conversation. In the conversation. And then Stanley's would... had his moments. I mean, those are two really good. Correct. And Reader has been a starter. And it we, got him in the portal. And we've talked about this too. So it's not like it has to be all bad. No, we talked about this a lot during the basketball deal. You know, you lose Hunter. The world is coming to an end, yep. and 
Oh, we should. We got to talk about that. It's so yeah. Oh, we're, yeah. Do we? Yeah. Um, Tyrese Hunter, the new villain. Yeah. Or the new continued villain. The um. But then, like, so when you get Osun and Holmes and stuff like and that, Ward, like, yep. there's a real thing here because not everybody is going to get paid like at six figures. No. Right. And no. like Definitely to some not. of these guys in Iowa State, will pick some up. There's good players in the Sun Belt or the MAC who could play at Iowa State. Now, but they're probably not going to come in and be all Big 12, but they could absolutely help you where you, you may not pay them. Hey, here's seventy five grand to come sure. play at Iowa State, but it's a raise to them because they're getting all because the they're going to a Big Twelve school yeah. now, and they have you know better dorms and they like whatever. Like so, there's right. there's that aspect of it too that I think that people just need to. I keep guess in that's mind. what triggered that question. Is five months is a is a long time. I uh, think for these next, it's gonna get it's gonna get real dicey. There's gonna be a giant earthquake, and right. we'll, hopefully, it's not too bad. Exactly. Here. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree. And we're trying, like we're trying to. That's again, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to talk about the collective stuff every single week, but this, like we're literally building right now to try and stave off some of this stuff. Yeah. If some of those schools just so, want to open so, the wallets and it's like, we're, we're not going to be able to compete, but maybe we can, maybe we can put a dent in it. It's so that's a critical what, time. It's a critical time. Like yeah. from that standpoint, I, these next five weeks for me, it's like, I'm, I was I mean, told just trying, just trying to get out and see as many people as we can right now. And that if you're listening to this and you're like, man, do I want to jump on? Honestly, the next five weeks are are arguably as important a time to to support it than than any other because you imagine and you get that tax write off for the end. of you the You do year. for the end of the year. It's true. But if you think about Iowa State's top six underclassmen players, okay, and you're a school and you're like, could that player start for us at my SEC school or Big Ten school? If the answer is yes, then they're going to get a call. Yeah, and I know it's that's technically tampering, but somebody related to them is going. This is how it's working now. So th- you're just going to have know, to hold like on. Will McDonald could have made probably a million dollars if he would have left. It's fact, and he but he's he said no. Like that's great for him, by the way. Like nobody talks about that. I mean, yeah, that's so cool gets, that yeah, he, nobody. But that he actually and there's there are guys at Iowa State that probably won't take the money if they get offered it, but you just don't know that you're talking and, about. And lots Iowa State lots of cash just in the spot because I. During the bye week, I try and just catch up with like sources and stuff, and mm-hmm. I just call around and talk to people, and and I just got the opinion or I got the notion that Iowa State's is kind of in a place where it's gonna get it's gonna be a crazy one to three years. The one year started last year, and and we gotta survive, and then they feel like they're going to be in a really good spot based off of like the work you're doing in the athletic department yeah. and all that. Yeah. Stuff. We're on the same team. Yes. We're, we maybe got a little bit of a, a slower start compared, yeah. but we're getting there. I think we're going to get there. I really do. Like I'm pumped up, but it's like, we're not ready for potentially for the next six weeks. I'm just going to be honest with people. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. And I, hopefully cooler heads prevail and you know everything works out okay but um, if, if, if you've ever said you know i'm thinking about it i'm on the fence i mean now would be the time so in two years from now yeah it, no, so i think it, it's this is all part of the conversation is you're you are the the nil plays into it oklahoma and texas are gone in two years i if if the staff stays and there's continuity i i don't think there's any reason why iowa state can't consistently be in the top half of this new league. Yeah. No, that's if it, Campbell, if Campbell's here and he's got his core guys with him, 
I mean, there's going to be some guys who will leave. Like, Shieldhouse will get a coordinator spot at some point if he wants. That's maybe it's here. Of, maybe yeah, Manny maybe moves on. I have yeah, no idea. Nobody, yeah. Maybe does Haycock somebody, retires. Somebody, but does like, somebody give Haycock a bunch of money? Yeah, who knows? But I, if, if Matt and his core guys are here, I think they are consistently – now, there will be peaks in – Right, there's up years and down years. I think like this year would be considered a down year. Yes. You're replacing all these guys, lost Losing these close, close games. games. Yep. You know, if you win the close games, you change it, but they lost them. I think they are with the backing of the fans, which is the biggest thing. Iowa State's fan base is the still still the best. What it has to offer yep. the most mm-hmm. um, with their facilities and all of that. I think they're a top five program in the new league. in the new league. Now. That could change. Um, but, like, Bloom, when you watch, like, Houston, if you flipped on a Houston game, like, they're, yeah, they're half not. the stadium's full. Right. Um, I, Cincinnati's a monster. Like, I, I think they're, they're going to be, be good. Yep, they're going to be But it's still, solid. like, you don't, you don't go to a Cincinnati game and, like, get the experience that you do at Jack Trice Stadium. All I'm saying is this new Big 12, you're punching at your own weight. And Absolutely. with the fan base, with the coach, with the athletic director – I think Iowa State's a top five program. Yeah, and if you're a top five program, you get into a championship, you win the championship, you go to a playoff. Correct. Now, again, like it's, it's optimistic. Iowa State's probably not ever going to be nine games every year. No. Like I don't think that people. I don't think people expect that. Um, it's really hard to win nine games at Iowa State. It's hardly ever happened. Um, but you, you see my point. Like I, I, I think that. The, but the continuity is key. Yes. I Absolutely. think that's the biggest key that the, you've got to find a way to keep Matt. Not that he's, I don't think he's going anywhere. He's only four right now. I think it's gonna be well, really hard for anybody to go out and uh, for a job he wants. I think that the foundation is here though, for them to be a top five program in that league. I, th- I thought Pete Thamel. So Sage and I had Pete Thamel on. Oh, that's great. Iowa, and he said a couple interesting things. I thought two things that, that, that hadn't thought about one, you don't drop your stockbroker if he has a bad year. You know, you look yeah, at the long term. It was really good, and I was like, yeah. "Yeah, that makes sense." Like, so, so point is, like, the Nebraskas of the world aren't just going to dismiss Matt just because I'm not saying he's going to go. But no, just, I get, I but get also it. why that was a good point. But also why Iowa State shouldn't, you know, yeah, and Iowa State fans aren't like I'm not. I saw no. I saw uh, Andy Staples say that people in his mentions, who's another athletic college football writer, the Iowa State fans in his mention are not happy with Matt. It's like, come on, like you're talking about maybe like point zero zero one percent. But secondly, what he said that it was interesting, I think the timing lines up for the, the TV think, contract, which yeah. which all plays in. Andy this. Staples is, I'm, never mind, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going to be nice. I'm going to take the higher. It's probably a good thing to do. Uh, is He said that actually the fact that TCU's had a good year is good for the Big 12 because it gets them that Dallas area that they may lose some with, with Texas and Oklahoma leaving. It's like, that's, that's interesting. So I think that plays into the TV contract situation where it looks like Iowa State – will not be it with the Big Ten or the SEC have, but it looks like it's going to be more than it is this year, which is great, considering where the the concern was 12 months ago that the Big 12 was going to be half of where it was without Oklahoma and Texas. So this all plays into it. It's strategic. It's like two years from now, we'll know what the TV contract is. We'll know how the Big 12 stands in their hierarchy. We will know what the playoff situation is. And it looks like, compared to where it could have been, 12 months ago or even three months ago when, when uh, UCLA and USC jumped, the Big 12 is going to be in as good a position as anyone could have predicted. And I think it's the Big 12 that's the third conference technically and not the Pac-12 
which makes Iowa State still a very attractive job and has the opportunity to be successful moving forward. If, again, if we can bridge this little five-month earthquake, as you put it. Farmstorymeats.com. I want you guys to check it out. It's one of my favorite companies. Uh, My friend Ray owns it. And what they do is they take meat straight from great family farms here in the state of Iowa, and they ship it directly to your house. You don't have to go to a grocery store. Uh, You can get these bundles. Go to farmstorymeats.com. The meat shop. Uh, I like the subscription bundles a lot. Uh, There's currently an October bundle that gives you some pork chops, some apple brats, some strips, New York strips, a leg of lamb steak, mm, beef bacon. They've got all sorts of these bundles that are really cool. A premium bundle, a sampler bundle, a seasonal subscription, a seasonal bundle. Uh, You can get cage-free eggs there. Go and check it out. Uh, Just a phenomenal... You shouldn't read these off before I have had dinner. I, I personally, they sent me some baby back ribs that were phenomenal. I really enjoyed those. And then the pork pork loin are my favorite. Uh, so check it out at farmstorymeats.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The the television deal. Here's what bothers me about this. I'm a little bit hypocritical. I'm I'm the type who I want all the conferences to be around. Like yeah. I, I want smaller regional conferences. Yes. That's what I want the Pac-12 to like be a thing. I don't want all those schools in the Big Ten. Like it's not any Doesn't fun. Makes sense. These Pac-12 people piss me off so badly though. <laughs> that it make it's made me like hate the league. This Canzano yeah, yeah. guy yeah, out, just, he's, he's out. the worst. I like Wilner. Wilner, I think, is actually like respectable. I think he this Canzano guy. Where, where, what's his deal? I I don't know. He's John's uh, podcasting partner too. But this guy, like um, anything he's positive, Big Twelve. Then yeah. he goes and cites a bunch of anonymous sources and shits all over it. And I'm just like, it, it's it's made me really anti Pac Twelve. Where in reality, like the Big 12 and the Pac-12 should be, they're kind of in the same boat here going forward. It's really kind of stupid for them to be adversaries. If they were smart, the ACC, the Pac-12, and the Big 12 would all be in a back room working together. Because they need to vote against the other two. Yes, but that's not what's going on. But anyways, this new uh, reporting from last week, uh, your mark, I like... I kind of wish he'd shut his mouth at this point. It's starting to get a little bit overdone for me about the, oh, we're going to use influencers yeah, and like, yeah. okay. NFT. Yeah, why don't okay, we just, just let's do it and then talk about it <laughs> yeah. later? Um, if they've moved the Big 12 tournament to New York City, I'm going to quit. Like, it, he was hinting around, but not necessarily at that, but that's how some people read into it. Uh, sorry, just, I like your mark. I think he's been very good for the league, but oh, I'm, I'm, I'm enough talking. Forward thinking. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good for talking for now. But if he can get this TV contract done that he's talking about, and if it lands where he's saying it's going to land, then the man deserves a raise because he's done a hell of a job here during this time. So your, what your the, thoughts? Well, what the number is technically $400 million per year that they're close to getting. I think that was, which... 
which would mean so that's just from the TV contract that does Correct. not include the NCAA tournament payouts and or the playoff payouts, which will also be going up. That's why they want to expand the playoff because it literally is going to like double or triple the amount in, in revenue that each conference that, will get. From the smart people have told me that's the key is how they're going to distribute revenue. From yeah, that. and then so I'm guessing the SC, that's that's been a big sticking point. But it sounds like I read there's a lot of good stuff this week. Cooler heads have prevailed on the playoff front, where the SEC and the Big Ten have almost stood down and said, "All right." We'll be happy with our forty million more. The playoff will continue as it is. Now they will still get more at-large teams because that is that's fine, but they're not going to just turn this into this invitational with the Big Ten and the SEC. They have realized that actually the other conferences matter too. I think we got over that hurdle. Like I'm not as concerned about that in the next two years. That's going to be this you know forty-team invitational. It's just those two conferences. I think we're clear of that for now, and it looks like. This 12-team playoff is going to be approved and potentially start even in 2024 or 25. Yeah, it looks so like 24 is 24 in the even, yeah. which means more money. That means more money for, for the Big 12. And <laughs> Again, so like, just use Matt Campbell. Like, okay, do you want to go rebuild Nebraska or you could stay with what you've built at Iowa State and you've got to beat Cincinnati and Oklahoma State to get to the playoff. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, I, so that's the that question you ask is, do you finish in the top three in the Big 10? And you still make the playoff, or do you win the Big 12? You know, that's it's an interesting topic you'd have to ask. Uh, you're not going to, I mean, Iowa's not going to be a factor, so you'd cross them off the list because Ferentz is tied up through 2029. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the, but no, I think, I think uh, the contract's good. Like, that, that's exact, that's best case scenario. The interesting thing was going to be with Fox and ESPN again, and mm-hmm. it looked like the streaming stuff is, is not currently part of this negotiation. Well, it can't be. Right. Yet. Yet. Um, I, but yeah. my sources say that even if the Big 12 would make this deal with Fox and ESPN, there's still a good chance that a streaming partner could be added in 16 to, months to do to okay. do like one game a week. week. Like, yep. hey, uh, Which I think would be smart. Yeah, and that's how you Make can maximize. Happy. I mean, listen, I'm just quoting your mark. He said everything's about maximizing revenue. Yeah. And so why would you leave the streaming on the thing? Table. I, I just, agree. I don't think he'll do that. Uh, so I th- something to watch then. Who who gets to the finish line first? Does the back 12 seeing this news the last week say, okay, now we need to hammer something out quick just to save face, or or what goes on? But Long story short, it looks like the Big 12 is in as good a position that we could have hoped for uh, when this whole thing went down 14 months ago. Totally agree with you. Like, word, word. It was it was yeah. legit Armageddon concern. Like they were worried, like, are we even going to get $20 million in revenue? Yes. And, like, you're looking now at 50 Yes. Which, again, if you're an Iowa State fan. Maybe like, 55. Like, like, you're yeah, with it, the playoff. It, with the playoff, and then if you get more from a streaming partner down the road, be too. more than that. So, so I, also keep in what is going to be the length of this thing? And is there a grant of rights well, tied there, to it? There's also a thought that the Big 12 would be smart to go on for another 16 months and let it go to bid. But I, I just it's get the risky. feeling that they're going to want the secure. I mean, you're staring down at a recession right now. I know. Yeah, I would, like, lock, I just, I would lock it in. That's a safe play? I don't think the inventory is going to get any any cheaper but just for stability's sake i think you lock it in um i would i don't too. know how long you do it because chris still the concern is if you only do a five-year deal then what happens in 2030 you know it's everybody well, looking around again that's the I, problem it's all about the damn grant of rights grant of rights is part of it if you have any questions about this go and listen to bloom and sage interviewing pete thamel because 
Sage was asking some fairly pedestrian questions <laughs> to, to a guy like Pete. Yeah. And it actually was awesome because like, there's a lot of people who, when we talk about this stuff, we're like, over their heads because yeah, they don't we're study it. it. Like, yeah. And it was really informative was to hear Pete Thamel talk to you and Sage like that. Yeah. I thought it was. And Sage, uh, Sage knows everybody, clearly. It's amazing. Sage, Sage does know everybody. Uh, shout out to, as we get into segment number two here, which is always presented by our friends at Wiffles Hybrid. I, uh, I wore my Wiffles hat. Got mine on right down now. Down to uh, Southwest Iowa this week. Blended right in. Represent. There's Wiffle signs everywhere on the way down there. Do you want to be fiercely independent or not? <laughs> Listen, you want to work for some monster? I don't. I want to work for, for the somebody who's blue collar. That's right. You know, making their own decisions, doing what's right best the for the great American farmer. Uh, shout out to our friends at Wiffles for supporting us here at Cyclone Fanatic. Uh, talking to my brother-in-law, Nick, yesterday as I was down there, and the crops down there are a little bit better than they expected. It was a really dry year down there. Like the, They are so much more dry down in southwest Iowa than we are. And, um, anyways, uh, it was, it, I love going down there harvest time. I mean, they had all their crops all out and stuff. everything. Yeah. Say, we're about they're, done. Aren't yeah. They're, they were all done, but there's, there's still a few people that are probably, uh, listening who are in combines. I would think most people are done by now, but anyways, thanks to Wiffles. We appreciate yeah, and, the partnership. And if you're, if you're a farmer, you're involved in that, you know, at least if, if Wiffles calls, at least you could do pick yeah. up the phone, say, Hey, I heard you guys on cycling fanatic. Yes. God bless you. So the Oklahoma State-Texas game, real quick, I, I just wanted to get your opinion on it. Texas was called for 14 penalties. Oof. Oklahoma State, zero. Zero? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, of course, all the Texas people are, yeah. oh, well, they're they're screwing us on our way to – and this comes after a week where Iowa State fans are like, well, this league is always biased towards Texas. Wow. Uh, it can't be both ways. No. But what do you make of that as, a, as an official? Man, because in football, there's there's no way they didn't commit a penalty. Like right. there's always Zero holding. Hard, there's always hard to do. Right. There's always something. Uh, man, like I'm gonna be honest. As an official, I never like seeing a zero in the foul column. I didn't do football, but I did basketball. Yeah. I, if I if it was six to nothing. Yeah. You want to catch I, it? Up. I just. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. Again, not the best way to officiate. No. I call it's my my version of officiating, which is common sense officiating. If there was one that was debatable, I'm going to try and find it, just so it doesn't give off that. Because it's not like I I I truly don't think they said okay, Texas is going to commit 14 more penalties today. Like we're going to go do that, but it's still from an efficiency. You don't even want that out there. It's like oh my gosh, because I'm sure Sark and everybody was telling them, hey, just guys, see what the penalties are. That's not an enjoyable position to be in. I don't feel bad for him though. No, I don't. I don't feel bad for him either. That's just super interesting. They see the the guy, the same guy that uh, potentially targeted Deckers, got whistled for targeting yesterday. Yeah, and they, I, I, and they well, waved it off again. I didn't realize it until I saw your tweet. Yeah, and Walters did too. So Walters was on it. Walters tweeted it. He was watching. Wow. He just said, "Hey, that's the same guy that got whistled for targeting the Iowa State game." Just Cook. But this one, this one was not targeting. I think I think they got that right. But yeah, what a wild. The uh, targeting thing though is still. I'm, so I'm watching TCU and Kansas State, and they had one. They had one. Yep. And it's like nobody knows. Nobody's really sure. Like it's the same thing we talked about last week. I, I'm trying. I'm sitting there with my my nephew Nolan. 
going to be a really good little football player. He already is. And we're, we're discussing it because he, he's plays free safety and we're, we're literally talking through what it is. And yep. I don't even know no, how to show it. Yeah. It's like, well, if you because it's this. like he's like, well, that one looked worse than that one. I'm it's like, like yeah, yeah, it was. It wasn't with, yeah. I'm like, you're right. Like you're you're looking at the right thing here, pal. But nobody has a clue. Do you know what they did though in that in the Texas Oklahoma State game is they threw a flag for unnecessary roughness and they added the targeting. Yeah, I think going forward, that's what they should do. They should, if it's close at all, throw the flag, right. You can God, remove more, the, more reviews. No, no. You can always remove targeting. You yeah. can take it off, yeah. but you can't remove the unnecessary roughness. So if you go into a violent hit, I mean, I know it's football, Got but that, if it's, it's, I don't know. The I, quarterback thing's getting out of hand. Well, it's like, what? You know, like it doesn't matter now on Saturdays and Sundays. It's just, no, like you're it's in the pocket. It's just like, oh, you can't touch it's, it. It's getting out of hand. But like, yet, when you run, it's it's like, what do we? What, well, what do there's we, too many rules. There's too like, many it's, rules. Right? Like, there right? are too like, many rules. Nobody has any. That's clue. the problem. There are too many rules. The worst thing you want to do is an official is overthink. It's like, well, is that rule one well, A B C slash F? Boy, that guy, um, he was the white hat in the Iowa State Kansas game. Yeah. And he was the white hat last night, and yep. he's just had a hell of a he's, year. <laughs> he's I, just I that guy. He's, it, they got him from the Pac-12. Really? Yeah. Well, he is. It's, it's the same guy, guy, and he yeah, is it's just time. that poor bastard. <laughs> Every time I turn on a it's Big like, oh, Twelve no. game, it's Kevin Maher. There's controversy. It's going to be a bad time. And I, from what I understand, he's not bad. Like people actually respect him and think he's one of the. He's fine. Um, every time I turn on a damn game, that guy's marred in controversy. Yeah, like his crew is. I State hasn't seen the Baylor guy yet. So the guy that did the Baylor game since well, it was the they had all sorts of freaking controversy with the targeting yeah, and stuff was, last night in TCU Kansas Kansas State is like their entire team's hurt after one week. Of course, um, they are really really bad in the second half without were, Adrian Martinez. Now Will Howard goes in in the first half, yeah, looked great, and he looked like a Heisman then, Trophy contender. Then he got hurt. Um, he stayed in. Max Duggan's a legit top five Heisman guy. It's right been great. Now. It's a neat story. I think it's good for the Big Twelve that they're good. I think I think a vibrant TCU is actually a good thing long term. Like I really believe that. Uh, I, I I think Dykes is the real deal, and he's and he has no reason to leave there. I mean, they've got open wallets. They're 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 all rich. Like all their fans are rich. That is right? the one. Yes, that is the one school that, with its resources and the recruiting territory. They, I think they had the longest runway in the Big 12 in football going forward if they got the right coach, and it, it seems like they do. I think Gary Patterson just kind of wore out his welcome, kind of got lost out of touch. It looks like they've got the right system in place. I think TCU is a factor for a while. The Gary Patterson th- we're not going to talk about it here, but that's the Iowa thing to a T. I get it. It's Without all thing. the scandals. Yeah, but and they didn't owe Gary Patterson $42 million. Yeah. It's the it's going to go down as potentially the worst college football contract of all time. Wow, well, Jimbo though, Jimbo maybe it's on really, there. but they can't they can afford it. Iowa yeah. can't. Jimbo's they, is eighty five million because yeah, that's really bad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, okay. Jimbo and Kirk Ferentz are the two. But worst Jimbo Jimbo has a national championship. Like right, you know, I think at they, that time they you, get, you could go like well. We're getting into this high stakes game. We need a badass who can and they recruited, stand and they recruited up to, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was going to go toe to toe with Saban, and he did. Now they haven't won games, 
but Ference is the top is like the top twelve in the country in in salary. And they gave him an extension, a $2 million raise last year, Chris, after they lost to Michigan by 40. It's like, did they not? I mean... I had forgotten about why, that extension. Why? Who are they bidding against? It's like, if somebody would talk to Gary Barton, like, Gary, would he not have stayed? Like, I mean, at some point, you have to look at it. I know they're trying to reassure four years from now they're recruiting. That's why you do it. But you don't need to give the guy a $2 million guaranteed contract if they fire him tomorrow he will make 42 million dollars which is obnoxious that is completely obnoxious there is no need for that like think, scott frost got 12 and think that's about what you could get with the we will collective <laughs> 42 million dollars two million dollars for that guy so anyways kansas state yeah, I, sorry, I think I you gotta question them going forward yeah, i don't i, I don't know they drop i mean i was at halftime of that game i was sitting there looking at my win total over ticket on them and i was thinking can i go cash this can now cash now it's and then kansas it's falling apart boy they showed some gumption they to did. come they came back. back um the oklahoma state texas game was was really good, was good. but again yep. the 14 penalties to zero like I'm not convinced if those two teams play ten times, Oklahoma State wins the majority. But it's still week to week. It's like I don't know. I like, don't know who's good. If you're watching scores and you're an Iowa State fan, it's it's really quite maddening mm-hmm. though, because you're just like we should have beat Texas, we should have beat Kansas State, we should have beat Kansas. And Baylor was. I feel whatever. like Baylor's the only team that beat Iowa State. For like, sure, in the I, second half. When I left that game, I thought Baylor was the better. Team. Yeah, you had the. Dumb penalties, but it's like... I think Texas is probably better than Iowa State, but Iowa State outplayed them that day. I, Yeah, you're... you're right? I think so. It's, it's I one think of those Iowa years State's gonna be better new. than Kansas State, and I think that Iowa State is better than Kansas. That I agree with that. I do. It's frustrating. Here we are. Just, uh, just maddening. Okay, um, we forgot. We'll just make this part of our Wiffles segment here. Yeah. Uh, to do the basketball. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got to get on that real quick. Scrimmages real quick, and then we'll get to guess the point spreads here to to wrap up the show. Uh, men scrimmage Creighton. TJ and McDermott are clearly really close. They are very big on not letting crap out of that. From what I understand, I don't know the scores. Uh, Jaron Holmes led Iowa State in scoring. Okay. Um, that Creighton was very good, apparently. Yeah. Taman actually was a pleasant surprise and did, good. did well. It's a good backcourt. At point guard. Uh, it sounds like Eli King didn't play a ton, so they're really wanting to roll Taman into that role, I think, and then you, you develop Eli during the combo. during the yep. non-con portion of the schedule. Yep. And, you know, a little nugget I got, Brent, was that really and, – and it made me have to think about this a lot because you didn't see this last year. Yeah. But there's going to be a lot of post initiation with with Oshun and uh, your Hassan guy Ward. Hassan Ward this yeah. year, and they really couldn't run anything through the post last year because you're looking Zero. at Condit and Jones, and there's Zero. really no offensive game with those two nope. guys. So I heard that in this scrimmage, a lot of work was put on that on how. How do you run the, the offense through these guys? Yeah, they didn't. They had zero post ups last year. Really, I mean, I would love to know the number. It had to be less than fifteen percent of possessions ended in a post up. It was a lot of high post stuff. Condit or or uh, Jones at that high spot at the elbow, and then letting yeah, and they just Brockington, stood there and stood then, there, yeah. yeah, got out of the way. Yeah, 
but it sounds like Oshun, and he is good enough. He's he's a talented guy. Like he's he's. I think he'll challenge Holmes for scoring. Now Holmes will be, you know, the more of the ball more. But Shun's got the ability to get you 12, 15, 18 tonight, and they're going to give him the ball. So, you know, I, I, it's going to be an interesting offense. It's going to be different because, and I think it's probably some growing pains. I love the fact that supposedly got humbled just a little bit by Creighton. Creighton's really good. You know, Dark Horse, Final Four, a lot of guys back. They I got, don't even know if I'd say Dark Horse. They're a top 10 okay, team yeah, okay, well, okay, to start the year. I mean, but, but then they got Shireman, the, the kid from South Dakota State who, who TJ recruited. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, very intact team from – and then obviously I was trying to figure out the post situation. I'm not taking a lot from it, but your, your big question is going in. Can Taman handle it at the guard spot? And then does your post that much better to help out? And then third, make a jump shot. And yeah, I'm afraid the third one is just going to be it's going to an be, issue all year long. And it, just like last year, yeah, it was it's the same way. Different. It was the same way last year. I just like the uh, option now to be able to go right. inside. The, the the post game is the ultimate drought buster, and I actually couldn't do that last year. Couldn't do it because Chris, the best way to get off the Schneid is to get fouled, and the best way to get fouled is to go inside. And so you're going to play some some bad, some ugly games again, but I love the idea of being able to just throw it in to those guys and maybe get to the free throw line. There were times, there were stretches last year. I obviously went four, six, eight minutes without even getting... Remember the Oklahoma game in Norman? They shot zero free yeah. throws. Isn't it nice, like, too, that it seems, and, and you would, again, know better than me here, that Ward and Osun are kind of interchangeable in a sense like they're yeah, similar they both play and that's like not so mention, when you when one of them gets in foul trouble or yes. t- you can you then, really don't have to change your offense up right nope. and then jones has gotten a little better he's still not proficient he's down there he's he's bob jones but then you've but then jazz and then when he's when he's when he's available trey king will be able to give you a little bit more yeah dynamic dynamic ability at that four spot so you know you can look at this iowa state offense and go oh we're gonna suck again but it's like yeah it's not going to be pretty at times, but also I think this team will be better at avoiding the just disastrous droughts. We've got to do a, our basketball like actual preview show. I would do love you, it. Uh, we'll do that so coming first up. First game's November 7th. Yeah, so we need to do that in the next week, week and a half. Do you, j- during that time, think about like fair expectations for the uh, team? Yeah, and I I, I, I... I think the NIT would be... I mean, I I think I would put them nine in the Big Twelve. It's so hard because the Big Twelve is is just going to be ridiculously good. Eight or nine? Yeah, I mean, they where picked, would you? Where were they picked? I don't. I didn't. I, I didn't vote this year. I, I think they were picked. They were picked ninth. Were they picked ninth? I, I, I don't know, know but like right, K-State's like isn't behind that, them? Isn't that right? Yeah, just looking at their rosters, absolutely. Now, and this roster is probably upgraded. Well, I don't, yeah, the Hunter Isaiah, thing. And Isaiah the, was so good, but we didn't know last we did, year we that Isaiah. Was, was I'm talking about like compared yes. to preseason last Correct. year. Upgraded from last year at this time. I actually thought before the Williams injury, point guard would be a net upgrade throughout the whole course of the year. Sure, and it's not a shot at Tyrese. It's more just you've got grown ass men who are. Longer six, five, and they've been six, through the, yes. the. They're not going to grow all year like Tyrese did, but now I don't. I don't think you could make that argument if you're going to be starting a true freshman uh, there. I just there's no way you agreed. could make that argument. Well, the good thing is, again, the post thing will help a lot. I really do think that because it'll just it'll stave off some of the disaster, and then Holmes will get to the line. Like the guy, the guy will shoot some free throws, and maybe Gabe's. You know, if you get if you get hot, Gabe. 
Buy the new Gabe Kalsher t-shirts. Win, win some ball games. On the NIL collection. We've got um, we've got some fun shirts coming out Love in the it. next couple of weeks. Um, real quick, before we get to the women, is, is Tyrese Hunter like Adam Aleska territory? We're not there yet. We're closing in. I feel like Tyrese Hunter. He got some bad advice for that Big 12 media well, stuff. The, here's the deal. like So Adam Aleska goes to Iowa, mm-hmm. right? And like. Because you stay, she got it's the Alford five. era. There's all the stuff. Like he was. There's a coaching change, but he couldn't go on Twitter and like be a be no, a jerk. You could not. And I I feel like Hunter's like very bitter towards and Iowa State, and now Iowa State fans are pissed. Which I get. I under, and I and I'm sorry. Like I don't think that grown men should be tweeting at 19 year olds and like calling them names. But I also think knowing the circumstances behind Hunter's deal, he's he's doing just fine. Like the amateur thing is a little bit. Yeah, a, you're not really a just a. It's a little different. Like the, it, the tone has changed just a little bit. But then, like, he's still I, a 19 year old. Yeah, kid. like, like what but, I, but, I'm, but what I'm telling you is like I understand why Iowa State fans will be pissed. Like I get it. Absolutely. Well, I'm just listen. He, I don't. We're going to have to get over this thing of this taboo thing of, yeah, I, I took more money at school X. Like, you don't say that. Any- Remember when there was a big deal in, like, Major yeah. League Baseball and the NBA? Like, yeah. oh, my gosh, why would you? Well, I think Iowa State fans would have responded fine if Hunter goes, listen, man, um, unfortunately, my mom and dad aren't here, and I got to take out for myself, and, like, it was a better situation for me and my family. How do you argue that? You don't. Like, how are you a jerk to that? I- for the longest time. And then he went on Twitter yeah, and he made he, that post that he's then deleted. And, and like, it's like he is embellishing this to make himself. And I get, if you're getting attacked, I, cause to a lesser extent, you, when you get, you want to try and defend yourself and I'm sure Some you can come up being jerks. Yeah. You can, you can be, when you get, when you're getting yelled at, you're like, well, it's not only about that. And I'm sure it wasn't only about that, but at the end of the day, it's like, you gotta, you kind of gotta understand the big picture of Iowa State fans are not going to be just rooting for you, considering where you chose to go after you left, and that's that's it. So don't try and stoke the fire, and just if you got asked about it, I mean, you can't just say yeah they gave me X amount of dollars, but at the very least you could say you know it played a part, not to say it didn't have anything to do with it. All you yeah, you say. I'm moving to Austin, Texas. It's a big metropolitan area. I felt like I have. More, More opportunities, opportunities there, yeah. um, it, but anyways, that'll be I, I'm saying, it'll be a good a good reception in Ames. Just, like, don't do anything like I don't want anything illegal. Well, I'm just telling it's you, it's gonna be a wild atmosphere. It feels like he's as big of a villain, yeah, since Haluska and Peter it, Pierce. Am I wrong? Go, well, and, but I, Pierce never put on a Cyclone uniform. I'm saying like former that's, Cyclone that's villains. Yeah, he's uh, he's the last 25 years. He's got to be at the top. No question. And they haven't even started the season yet. Oh, yeah. And they're good. They're going to be good. They are going to be good. Uh, the women, real quick, from what I understand, and I, I have more details on these things on the premium board. They uh, handled South Dakota State. Top, 25, top 25 team. team. Yes. So the women just cruised. Uh, check out my podcast with Bill Finley last week for those of you it, who want that. It was that. great, and it struck me. Bill's a very honest person. How confident it just—he just oozes confidence with this group already. I can't which wait. Which is which is awesome. I cannot wait. 
He's an OBS guy too. All right. Um, we got to wrap this up. Yeah. And you know what time it is. It's that time. It is that time bloom. And you, I tell you, you have some trivia. I'm told when it comes to guest point spreads here on the Cyclone Fanatic podcast. So this song first came to my attention in 2009 in the eight turnover game in Nebraska against Iowa State. You remember this? That video was iconic. That was 13 years ago on Monday. The, the eight turnover Nebraska game. Paul Rhodes is, I'm so proud. So to proud be your to be your football coach. Yeah. It's a great video. It's still out there. Iconic. 600,000 views on YouTube. Iconic. One of the first viral videos. Look right here in my office. Well, the first thing you see is Coach Paul Rhodes, man. He is. Icon. The legend. Trywebwise.com today. Need a little help. There are a lot of people with businesses that have awful websites. My guys, Kevin and Adam, can help you out there. Trywebwise.com. Trywebwise.com. Nutty Cyclone fans. Absolute nuts. What? Do you guys Google Google the Paul Rhodes Nebraska 2009. The, the, the interview with Jim Knox is legendary. I am so proud! I got, I got guys throwing up in the locker room! <laughs> Jake Williams. Uh, One of the goats. Jeremiah Schwartz. Jeremiah Schwartz. The starting running back. Jerome Tiller. Can Who we else just... is on that team? Nick Frere. Uh, Sims. Sims and Smith at the safeties. I think uh, Jesse Smith had an interception in that game. My God, there's so Kendrick, many. Kendrick Banks. There's so many great Paul Rhodes. Cleon Lang, I think, was involved. Nate Frere. Nate, yeah, I said Nate Frere. Oh, yeah, yeah, Or did yeah. I say Nick Frere? You said Nick. I meant Nate. Nate. It was, was Nate? It Nate? Yeah, Nate. Because Nick played on Carper's team. He was, they were roommates for a while, so that's, yeah, correcting you there. Man, and then... I am so, so proud! proud. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so long ago. Here, was oh, yeah, is this it? listen to it here real quick. Yeah. This is from Cyclones.tv on YouTube. Right now, they're all on the field, jumping around. Taylor Mansfield. Taylor Mansfield. Just looking for uh, his names we recognize. Uh, Rumpelhammer. Oh yeah. Rumpelhammer. 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 This is Rhodes' first year. This is a big deal. Like, if, Chris, the problem is kids that are freshmen in college now. Yeah, they think five. Nebraska they were, sucks. Well, they were five when this happened. <laughs> They were five years old. Well, Nebraska's never been good They've in their life. They've never been lives. good in their life. Man, I wish I could have been in that locker room. At one point, beating Nebraska a... meant something. Here we go. Here we go. That's our nod. Colin Franklin. Colin Franklin. People tired everywhere. Yes. People sore everywhere. I couldn't be proud. I could not be proud. No. I am so proud. It's so freaking to this awesome. Day, still. To this day, it's goosebumps. I don't care who it's, you are. It's, a, it's so awesome. God, I loved Rhodes. It might have been the most Iowa State thing ever to beat Nebraska in Lincoln, final time. Eight turnovers. Eight turnovers. <laughs> 
It was a little bit disappointing to be uh, in southwest Iowa with the Nebraska bye week. I was actually wanting to stop by our friends at the Ice House and watch it, watch it them it lose with some <laughs> with some class because you know that's how I roll. All right, guess the point spreads with Brent Bloom. So damn proud to do this. Friday night, East Carolina at BYU. Oh my gosh! Why? BYU, BYU is an independent. They just got to play wherever BYU's they can not, play. BYU's not bad. BYU, 12 and a half. No, God. They got killed this week. BYU Minus did? three. BYU did. Did they? They got killed by Liberty. It was one of my locks. Oh, my gosh. No, I missed liberty, that. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. It's only three? Yep. I'm taking that. I don't... That's a bet against ECU bet right there. TCU at West Virginia. <laughs> that's... That's where dreams go to die. Neil, Neil, Brown, Neil Brown has to win this race fired. Maybe Monday. Um, TCU, six and a half. Seven. Not bad. Oklahoma at Iowa State. I'm sure you probably know yeah, this one. Yeah, that's two, one and a half, two, three. Yeah, you're basically Oklahoma settling in two right two, now. Okay. Maybe uh, wait around on that one. You might get a field goal if you're an Iowa State fan. South Florida at Houston. Houston, 17. Not bad. 18. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, just for the shits and giggles, Illinois at Nebraska. Oh, Lord. Um, mm. Illinois, three and a half. Seven. Illinois is favored by seven? Nope. Yikes. This was the surprising line of the day for me. Northwestern at Iowa. I, I couldn't believe this line. Um, I bet it the second I saw Iowa it. 7. 11. <laughs> they can't the, score on The it. number is 31 and a half. So they're not they're saying Nebraska or Northwestern's not going to score basically. Yeah. I bet Northwestern immediately. They're saying I, that score no hold on. They're saying the score is 21 to 10. Which actually <laughs> seems pretty seems pretty realistic. I was like at 21. Oklahoma State at Kansas State. Oh, wow. Pick them. One. Oklahoma State. I would play Oklahoma State there. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at Martinez's there's, health. There's too, there's too many injuries right, with Kansas right, State. Right, right, Is Tech playing? Are they on? Right. Hold on. Baylor at Texas Tech. Oh, wow. This is a so McGuire coached at Baylor. This is interesting. Pick them. Texas Tech minus two. Ooh, that's a big game. Low key, I like that game. Uh, real quick, I'm trying to see who my Green Wave play. I've I've not seen them. I did bite the bullet since nobody at Tulane has sent me anything. I did bite the bullet. I have a flag coming. <laughs> and Troy, uh, Troy said it's the flag. And a, a flag coming that's going to go in the in the studio. In the studio, okay. Yep, and then I uh, bought a sweatshirt too. Okay, a green wave, green wave, green wave sweatshirt. That's it. The uh, green wave must have the day off. Yeah, they do. They do. There you go. Guess the point spread with Adonis Paul, Paul Rhodes. Thirteen years ago, I am everybody. So oh. proud. What a what a legend. To be your yakety sex. Tommy Birch had a nice piece about him, how yeah, he just basically said, "Screw this." Gulf like, Shores, Alabama. I don't want to do this anymore. I still think he has his place on Clear Lake. I hope. Yeah, he does, from okay. what I understand. Uh, like, legitimately, genuinely great person. 
Yeah. Paul, big, big Paul. I wanted guy. Paul to. I like that whole staff. I wanted Paul's career to end here. I know. I did too. But was, that, it wasn't going to work. Gonna it was. It was the right move. Totally. But I. I don't think there's a person at Iowa State that doesn't root for that guy. No. No. There were a lot of layers to that, and that was a bummer. Mm. But anyways. At least he gave us that memory. I am so proud to be your football coach. We got to get our nod on the podcast. Yeah, we do. He's he's a successful sales guy. I saw our nod. um, It was the McCarney thing at the golf outing. Yeah, we got to get our nod back in. That'd be great. He worked for us for a couple years. Yes, he did. Good stuff. Hey, let's beat OU. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. I hope they beat OU. I'm ready. I can't handle 0 5. Y'all are such dicks to me on Twitter. I, it just makes me dislike some of you guys. I need Iowa State to win a game. Everybody's happier with Iowa State yeah, winning. Quit being dicks on Twitter to people. <laughs> Except for the officials. English taking us out. Yes. Cheers.